Hi, and welcome to... Is That a Joke? I'm Tiff. And I'm Chris. This month, y'all, we back. Welcome to it. It's happening. It's Black History Month. I do want to clarify, Tiffany, to our listeners out there in podcast land, when you say we're back... Uh, we've still been releasing some episodes, so... Yeah, but we haven't recorded in, like, 40 years. That is what I wanted to clarify, Tiffany. (laughs) Something the listeners would not know, but a little peek behind the curtain. Maybe they're following me, like, in life, and they do, in fact, know that, because they're very creepy. Well, most of our listeners are friends right now, so that is actually true. Ooh, I got a hot compliment from our friend Stephanie, and by our, I mean mine. Okay. Uh, she loves that you called him Podcast Land. It made me physically upset this weekend when she told me this. <laughs> Some people recognize the truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Tiffany, yeah, this is a... We're actually doing our first themed month. We are. It's for black people. Mm-hmm. For Black History Month. We don't have enough things. But also, because we wanted to still do stuff for things that we cared about. Yeah. And Black History Month is, uh... Uh, it's pretty important to both of us for different reasons, I'd say. Is it because, um, never mind. <laughs> I, I don't know how many times the never mind bit is going to play out. No, it wasn't. It form. was genuinely me getting so anxious about a joke I was going to make. Yeah, that's fine, dude. I just, the anxiety flew into my body. Yeah, no, 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 understandable. But yeah, so, because I, I'll speak for myself, which is, I mm-hmm. feel like as an adult, you don't really talk about Black History Month anymore. It doesn't really matter. It's the shortest month of the year. Black people, we get just, we get enchafted. That's so funny, and I do agree, because in my end, yeah, I think we should be making more things for Black History Month. We should be recognizing it more, celebrating it more, and hell, I'm just gonna, you know, wishful thinking, maybe start passing some legislation during Black History Month that might actually benefit the community, you know? Nah, it's too, it's too much. Reducing uh, prison sentences, immediately freeing everyone, especially black people who are put in jail for marijuana possession yeah. now that it's legal in so many states. But like you know. Destroy the filibuster. Come just on. filibust it down. Ooh, filibust it down. Hashtag yeah. it. I will not. I will not either. <laughs> and again, wishful thinking because I know that won't happen. But it's no, like, no, 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 no. But, it's, but I think if we emphasize the importance of Black History Month in our culture more so and you know, maybe don't do things like <laughs> not teach children critical race theory. Oh, boy, what a treat. Yeah, and so we just wanted to still acknowledge it and actually start, like, shaking some shit up. And so I think today we're just kind of catching up because we also haven't recorded in a while, so it's going to be a little extra nasty and a little extra rusty. Yeah, why is that? Just feeling it in my body. Just extra nasty, mm-hmm. extra rusty. That's fair. Because this is the first time we've recorded since the holidays. That is correct, yeah. We uh, we took a bit of a sabbatical for the holidays for both uh, personal reasons and for just like uh, feeling like shit a lot during this yeah. winter weather. But also we got to spend the holidays together and that was really fun. Exactly, yeah. A, a big family holiday. So, oh, yeah. we were so cute. I, uh, for no one, because no one needs to look at it, my Facebook picture is now a photo of me, you, and my boy <laughs> from New Year's Eve. There you go. It's perfect. It's very good. So, and I, I, I have a title in mind for this month. Okay. Since you're going to be, and this is the other thing we're doing, Tiffany is going to take charge somewhat. Of, yeah, I'm the queen in yes. February. Yeah, we are doing, we are very specifically doing two episodes about things she wants to talk about. And uh, the third episode is pending right now, but either way, she will be in charge of it. I can't stop hitting yeah. the table. Yeah, it's, <laughs> Sorry. It's an inconvenient table. So, uh, I, I, I've seen that documentary. 
Mmm. <laughs> Move along. I just wanted to. <laughs> I just wanted us to sit in it for a I bit. I didn't. I didn't. Tell them <laughs> about not? our month. Tell them about our month. You're right. You're right. So this month, uh, I'm I'm calling it right now. Subtitle: Black Her Story Month. Because like, come on. Oh, enough of Black His my Story. God. Oh, I hate this. I wouldn't stop doing a character last year at the Reverend because she taught me how to write hymns. And my, the, the character had one sentence, and she would go, I only listen to hers. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so excited, though. Like, stuff we have talked about, but also just some of it stuff I, like, one thing in particular, something I grew up on, and I'm so excited to experience it as a grown-ass woman. Yeah, absolutely. Some, some, some uh, retrospectives, some things to look at with fresh, new adult eyes to see how they resonate with us in this day and age. Wow. You know I only have nasty little baby eyes. I'm sorry. Fresh eyes and some nasty little weasel eyes. Thank you. (laughs) You're not going to protest the weasel thing? Nah, dude. These things suck. (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. Uh, How's life, though? Uh, It's okay. I feel like I also... Just gonna let all this shit in. I also haven't like seen you in two weeks. That is very true. That we uh, we've both been kind of uh, you've been feeling under the weather in particular. Yeah, I've been feeling like utter garbage. And uh, I've been coming in and out of not feeling great. So I think I just have some allergies and some. Uh, I'm. I think my body is still getting used to this. Uh, the 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 weather. Yeah. Of, of this new. Pacific Northwest area. It's so good, though. Like, it's, it's cold great. and it's great, but it also makes me so sneezy. Yeah. It makes me sleepy. I There is one day where I slept pretty much all day, I want to say. That cloudiness, man, you just got to push through it. Yeah. you got to learn how to push through it. Or well, you got to get one of those dumb lights that's a sunlight. I told you this, and I showed you at our house, my, uh, my family, what we got was we got these very specific lights that emulate daylight. Mm-hmm. So no longer, instead of that gross orange tungsteny kind of like feel uh yeah i'm trying to keep the lights on more in the house yeah it does not help though because everyone in the house except me for some reason would rather be shrouded in like pitch black <laughs> it's true and i'm just like motherfuckers we have all these lights we have so many and all these lights have remotes yeah every single one every si- Ooh, wait speaking of us spending the holidays together yeah we gotta talk about a real issue that affects black people everywhere okay Mario Party's racist and it wouldn't stop stealing my stars. Yeah, the Mario Party really had it against you. It so. really did. We played Mario Party. I played three times. You played twice, and then mm-hmm. I played with your sisters. And anytime someone stole a star, it stole my star. Yeah. It's a hate crime. It's not great. It's real offensive. Mario Party is famously one of the most antagonistic games. Uh, <laughs> it does not matter how good you think you are at it. It was really funny because your sister, one of your sisters won twice. And the reason she won twice is because she stole my star both times. <laughs> and it was very like, oh, this is fine. I'm fine. And internally, internally, I was like, yeah, Tiffany, you have to be an adult. Tiffany, you cannot bitch about the fact that this witch stole your star. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's it's a shame when you have to be the adult in that oh, situation. Oh, it's like when you play Uno. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's you easy to get, get wrapped up. so angry. And I was like, no, this is not worth the level of anger that was in my body for two minutes. <laughs> no, that's fair. That's uh, Mario Party is a, a an infuriating game. 
I mean, that's why we played. It's- I mean, you know how excited I was as soon as I was leaving. I was like, you're going to get the new one, right? Like, we're going to start playing Mario Party more often. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's the it's the pain that people want, you know? It is. Pain and pleasure. Exactly, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a great series of games. And I also got a new one because the one we played, the Mario Party for the Switch, yeah. is kind of thought of as a big disappointment, honestly. Yeah, it doesn't have my favorite games. It doesn't. And also, it's, it's the map aspect of it is pretty lackluster yeah the map didn't really do anything cool the not, like few we played yeah not that much variety either and it took them like <laughs> i think two years to get the online actually working which is like a little silly because that's like one of the biggest selling points of yeah. like you have a new nintendo switch system you have the new nintendo online servers so you can actually play online yeah. games not like ass and you don't work to make sure that mario party is like one of the first ones up there Come on. It's silly. Come on. And especially Mario Party, although I will say, so one of the biggest problems with playing online with uh, Nintendo games in the past is because their servers were absolute shit. Because Nintendo has never invested in online multiplayer. Nintendo, more like. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) They've never, ever invested in anything like that. So that was a lot of learning curves. And I would say the lag that would come during certain Mario Party minigames... I think would be frustrating in not a fun way. I think the thing that was fun for me was that dumb one where you had to push the button as soon as it, like, vibrated, because I'm really good at that one. And it stressed your little sister out. She was like, how? She got so upset. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know what you want from me. I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> That's the thing about Mario Party. You'll find one game that just clicks with you. It was so funny. And how is this about black people, you ask? Because it's about me, and I'm black people. Welcome to it. I'm the fucking queen in February. I was about to say. It's like talking a lot about Mario Party. No, I heard it, and I was like, <laughs> no, no, no. It's because I played Mario Party recently, and I had opinions. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. It's been a while since you've played. I hadn't, and I was really nervous that I'd be, like, bad at it, or I'd be anxious about, like, the vision aspect of it. But it was really fun. Y'all made it really fun. Yeah, it's a it's a surprisingly accessible game with some good friends and a decent company. Well, good friends in you. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> but, yeah, we got, a, we got some things planned. We're going to be moving forward with the podcast in a big way. I think so. We uh, we found a new mic setup that Ooh. we like and that people like, although... She sounds so crisp. Don't hold us to it, because we're still debating whether or not we want to release some older episodes that we're fond of. Yeah, there's some real treats y'all haven't gotten here. Yeah, but we'll, uh, we will, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll let you know when we know, basically. Also some tricks. Yeah. There's tricks and treats. Absolutely. You know, looking forward to the Halloween season. Ooh, fun fact that yeah. I will not stop telling people. Okay. I don't know if I've said this on the pod, but who fucking cares? That's fine. Not enough people remember that the word spooky comes from a racial slur. You did talk about that on the pod. But yeah. hey, it's Black History Month, so might as well mention that. I just It's because it came up over the weekend. Yeah. And there's this boy who I got in a bit of an argument with a few years ago, and... He said it a chunk of times over the weekend, and I was like, ooh, boy, we've talked about this in my brain. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I accidentally offended someone this weekend. You want to hear about it? Sure. I I told someone that I think someone I know who is a white man, I didn't see him settling down with anyone who was not a white woman, and ooh, he got mad at me. <laughs> really? Yeah, I think he took it as like a... Me very coyly trying to say, like, he is not okay with women of color. 
when in my brain it was more of a he loves his comfort zone and so he very much was like it was because I was talking I wasn't even talking to the dude I was talking about but he was very much was like well he he works in tech and he hasn't had these opportunities and he white people are everywhere and blah 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 and I very nicely said I I also enjoy D&D and nerd things mm-hmm. if you want to know other people with other cultural backgrounds you make the effort like you leave your comfort zone if that is what you want. And also, this man sometimes treats me different than he treats other people. Mm. And, ooh, he could not fight that one. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah. That's, uh, that was a big term that came up a couple years ago. Microaggressions. Yep. It's just, you know. And it's a lot of little ones. And it's honestly, like, I don't even think it's something he notices he does. Like, mm-hmm. but it still happens. And so I'm like, oh, you literally could not be with a woman of color. Like, you couldn't. It's really, uh, it's really unfortunate when you try to tell someone who's white that they do have those tendencies. And when you see them in person, because they will immediately flip on you. Ooh, he might hear this one day, but, like, I am okay with talking about this on the pod. But, like, at one point, I very gently told him, I thought it was pretty gently, that he was just using some things, a la the word spooky and other things that made me feel a little weird. And instead of hearing it and taking it in, he yelled at me so hard that my body shook and I cried for like hours. Jesus. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The boy that made me cry. And so like, we are talking now, but like, it is what it is to me now. Like there's still also a loss of trust. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's hard to come back once someone yells at you for just being gently pointing out that they have their own ra- unconscious racial bias. And which it's just like, hey, everyone this makes me feel a feeling. And it wasn't like, you're bad. Yeah. But I think he was in his own mind and his own depression, and he took it as an attack. And he lashed out at me in a way that, like, really fucked me up. But then my very good therapist that I had for, I think I had her for three years, we loved Selena. Um, she was like, why do you care about this? And I was like, he made me cry. And she was like, yeah, but like, does he matter to you? I was like, well, our friendship. And she was like, no, you're putting too much into him. He has not earned this much of your time. Yeah, no. That's... I was like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's, oof. It, it was wild. Plenty of people who are in their own feelings do not yell. You know, I think that's, that's a lot. That's line. the part that got me. That's too far. Because he didn't just yell at me. He also, like, railed into me. Like, he probably does not remember what he said, but that shit stuck with me. Well, yeah, that's fucked. You can't just, like, lash out at someone and then you're the person who just kind of, like, forgets about it. That's... But you've also been <sighs> friends with me for a lot of years, so you've watched the cycle happen to me since I was a teen. Unfortunately Where a lot so. of people are like, that black woman's not for me. <laughs> Which is so weird that people will casually admit that. Yeah, it's wild. Because number one, I'm a treat. And number two, racism. Yeah. I think that's the correct order, right? I don't know what else to call it. I mean, other than, like, prejudice, <laughs> but pretty much. But it's much, still, like, it a is. problem. Like, oh. they still get so mad at me for things I've, like, watched other people say that don't know them as well as me. And they're like, whoa, Tiffany is offensive. <laughs> like, okay. 
That's especially bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's wild. Because I think I'm pretty good at, like, staying within someone's boundaries if they said them for me. You always say these things in the hopes of, I want to continue being friends with you. Yeah, it's always a, hey, I felt weird. And then someone's like, you felt weird. Well, you feeling weird is a personal attack on me. That's, and you're yeah. calling me a racist, and I'm not bad. <laughs> It's, yeah, it's so, it's so embarrassing, you know? It's, me and my sister had a talk yesterday about how um, we feel like there was a few years in there where we were like, wow, we really should listen to black women. And now we feel like we're back to the beginning where people are like, black women are aggressive and bad again. Yep. <laughs> we're just back to it. I just feel like as a nation, we just took a couple steps backward in general. And I'm not, oh, yeah. I'm not blaming Trump, but I think like it happened around that era Mostly because I think there was a lot of things in motion that mostly kind of led to that. You know, because that's the whole reason he won, is that all yeah. these fucking racists and bigots out there were like, hey, I don't feel represented in the government. And then <laughs> Trump was just like, hey, I, I don't like any of those people. And they were like, oh, well, there's Finally, our guy. Finally, our guy. It was such a weird time also, because you'd have white friends who were allies who would call you and go, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry yeah, for Trump. Yeah, that's remembering. I'm so sorry that happened to you. And I would be like, I'm so sorry. What do you want from me? Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It's good to know I have people who will apologize to me if something like this happens. Like, I will always ask the same question, which is, am I supposed to go to meetings with other black people and go, don't worry, y'all. Take this white people off the list because they apologized. Yeah. It's... <laughs> like, what am I supposed to do with those? It's it's a performative thing. It is, but it's so gross because it puts it on you. Yeah, it's for their own benefit. It's Ugh. it's it's very Ugh. it's very much white liberalism at work right there. This one weirdly more serious than we've ever been. Yeah. <laughs> well, we did talk about Mario Party for a bit. Oh, thank goodness for racist ass Mar y'all. I love Mario Party. Please don't <laughs> come after me, nerd Dendo. Oh, please don't. Please, I don't have the money for it. She poor. Miyamoto, don't. Don't. I love you. I admire you oh i don't love creators i have no love for you know what you're right i don't love the creator <laughs> i love the things that have been created exactly yeah you're correct there's a difference <laughs> oh absolutely yeah i ain't uh i ain't falling for that trap again Ooh, been traps. Burned too many times traps like my snatch <laughs> traps like your snatch <laughs> you're right i should go home you are home oh nuts oh don't man <laughs> what are you gonna do now dude you're fucked <laughs> I'm gonna go get my boy and I'm gonna be like, hey, you have to tuck me in. And then he'll go, do I have to? I'm playing Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> That's how this always goes. He does love that Final Fantasy fourteen now. It's constant. He was like, at one point, because we all like killed time on New Year's Eve, you know? Just mm -hmm. like did our own stuff separate for a little bit. Hell yeah. I went to see what he was doing. He was just upstairs playing Final Fantasy. And he had an alarm set for 11.45, and I said, nah, you gotta come before 15 minutes before midnight. You cannot <laughs> play Final Fantasy that long. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of gaming, dude. I love him. He's great. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I like how you always you have to clarify him? that. Uh, Do you love him the most? Do you love him more than me? <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> that's valid. You haven't known him as long. And exactly. Y'all talk, though. Yeah. Which is fun. We're cordial. You're cordial. Do you know who I love? I think probably as much as I love my boy. Your who? mom. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Big, big ups to your ball. I had a long talk with her the other day, because, you know, they're, like, looking for a house. Mm-hmm. And so her and I, because she sent me some houses, and then I called her, and I was like, I've got opinions! And then me and your mom just talked for, like, an hour about houses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, my mom loves talking about houses. Uh, she really does. And I love that that is a thing we can just yell about. That bitch all used to watch real estate shows, like, all the time. Oh, my God, she still does. When I, like, go into their room sometimes, she'll be like, did you look at that chandelier? And I'm like, I love this woman. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that is a passion of hers. So she is a. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, we are. She's made me realize stuff that I want in a house, though, because she is so into her hunt that I'm like, ooh, these would be deal breakers for me, even though I'm not looking for a house. Mm-hmm. Plus, she has a she has a bit of experience owning a house. So she does. That's a good person to. Uh, it's a good person to get advice from. Yeah. So yeah. I'm also, glad. I'm mm-hmm. just gushing about things that I want to gush about at this point because I'm a queen and it's Black History Month. Okay. Uh, <laughs> The other thing I love, because when we were leaving y'all's house on Christmas, because, mm-hmm. you know, the snow happened, so we left in between Christmas and New Year's, um, as we were about to walk out the door, your dad and my boy were talking about computer shit. Mm-hmm. And it was so cute. I love watching those two just, like, quietly talk to each other about computers. <laughs> yes, yes, they are both uh, <laughs> quiet men who work in the computer industry. This is really cute. I enjoy them. But yeah, I think that's all the hot shit they missed. In our little baby sabbatical, we just spent Christmas and New Year's together. Yeah, and for them, they got some episodes, so I don't know what the fuck they're complaining about. Hey, are y'all complaining? I don't know why he's coming in so hot on y'all. Well, we did miss that one week. Oh, yeah. I- <laughs> and then I typed it weird on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Hey, and if you're wondering if we planned ahead to just go ahead and take that week off, no. No. We were sitting together on Christmas and went, whoops. Yep. <laughs> It was just a, just a slip of the mind. <gasps> Ooh, but I conquered one of my fears before the end of last year. Mm-hmm. I watched the movie It. You did. You it watched... was crazy. We're going to watch It Part 2 for my birthday. You watched a classic, uh, classic black cinema film <laughs> It. <laughs> I never claimed I'm the black person in this scenario. This is just me gushed about my own life. Yeah. So I'm not going to talk about me this much in February. Yeah. It's going to be more about, like, creators and these other things. So I'm getting all the me out for this one. Okay, that's fine. But yeah, I watched it because I'm scared of scary movies. Yes. I didn't have any nightmares, did I tell you? Oh. I had zero nightmares after watching the movie yet. Well, shit, that's great, dude. I'm so proud of myself because we all know I'm a little weenie and everything gives me nightmares. <laughs> if It 1 didn't give you nightmares, I would be very surprised if It Chapter 2 did. I'll just say that much about uh, it. It Chapter 1, favorite line is still, who would have Molly Ringwald. <laughs> so fucking funny to me. It's a great, yeah. It's a great film. Oh, also, but yeah, I don't know. It was just a real treat because I got to watch it with your sister who loves it. And mm-hmm. uh, I think both sisters and your dad and your mom watched it with me. I think you were passed out. We all watched it uh, Christmas a couple years ago. That's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> the way that you all, for some reason, watched WandaVision with me on New Year's Eve because I only had three episodes left. Yeah, yeah. And so, as a family, we all watched the last three episodes of WandaVision. <laughs> yeah, man, WandaVision. I was surprised. I, I thought, I would. I ducked in for a couple episodes and every now and again, and I thought I would get kind of bored with it, because if I'm being honest, I find that most Marvel Cinematic Universe stuff tends not to not... Not black people. I mean, also that, and also just <laughs> tends to not, for me anyway, hold up upon a rewatch. Very few of those films and TV shows do I revisit. More often than not, I've seen it once, and I'm like, I don't think I need to see it again. And sometimes when I do, it's not as good. 
WandaVision, though, was pretty interesting watching it again. There was a lot going on. WandaVision was wild because I also watched it after I'd already seen Spider-Man. And so I'd seen the little teaser at the end of Spider-Man where it's like Doctor Strange going to Wanda. And she's like, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah. And I like didn't know what that was about because I hadn't watched WandaVision yet. And now you know. And now I was like, whoa, she's been through it. Yeah. She's been doing some stuff, man. Really doing some stuff. Yeah, that was based on a, uh, a a short run of the novels called House of M, where she basically just, like, like she did in WandaVision, she creates a whole different multiverse universe just for herself. Yeah. And, uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see where they go now. Her and Doctor Strange are going to pair up in the next film, which is... We'll see. We will see, because, like... I've never been a big Doctor Strange fan. No, me either. I, I watch now, too. I liked him in uh, Far From Home, I think. Yeah, I actually... Wait, no. No, No Way Home. Thank you. Yeah, he was he was needed in No Way Home. I, like, think, I actually cared about him in No Way Home. Yeah, I think that's the first time I've ever had any sort of empathy for Doctor Strange. Oh, we did not watch the Doctor Strange movie because it was so fucking whitewashed. You know, my boy is an Asian man, and he went, Tiffany, we're not doing that. And I said, okay. Yeah, that's fair. It's also just, in my opinion, not a great movie. But yeah, it is. Uh, the whitewashing thing was especially weird because, yeah. it, for one, that was like a problem that was always going to be a problem. A yeah. lot of Asian mythology in comic books is bad. Yes. This is why when people were mad that the Mandarin wasn't in Iron Man 3, anyone who actually was familiar with the comic books had to be like, come on. He's a racist caricature. There's He's no. The bad. There, there's no significant way. You could have made him into that movie, unless you just took the character from Shang-Chi and made him a, the Mandarin instead. I'm going to do a hard shift. Okay. Are there things that you are going to do with your own time, or that you want to do for Black History Month, other than probably give your best friend who's black $40? Well, firstly, no, I'm not sparing any money, but, uh... uh just let me throw that out there. Reparations! <laughs> I mean, you can try. Ah. Plus, <laughs> I don't know if I'm the one you want to give up. No, for. I don't want them from you. You want them from the government. I do. I like. Yeah. I don't even. I'm like, if your dad tried to give me forty dollars, I'd be like, what are you doing? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> come on, dude. It's not. It's not your fault. Also, because I love that man, I told him he is one of the four good white men in the world. <laughs> he is a pretty good white man. I, I adore that man. <laughs> But yeah, is there things that you're like, how are, how are you celebrating this year, your Black History Month? Well, it's not really. I, let's celebrate it. I don't feel comfortable calling no, it No, let's celebrate. Book. It's I, your Black History Month. Okay, okay Tiffany. <laughs> Celebration, fine. I don't feel comfortable calling it my Black History Month. You know what, that's valid. That's all. I was I will, just not going to let you get it out. Yeah, I know. I know. Very much so. Yeah, is there shit you want to do even in your own time? I just feel like we gotta start doing shit for it in general every year. People gotta step it up. <laughs> okay. That's yeah. all. Okay. Uh, yeah, maybe I, I've been thinking about maybe picking up some reading a bit. Some Books? Yeah, maybe reading like some actual... In fact, in general, I've been thinking that I want to get into reading actual critical theory books. Not fiction or nonfiction, but actual books about like... Theories and uh, institutions and things like that. Uh, there's a long, long list of stuff that I can dive into. Luckily, that's cool. yeah, that would overwhelm my brain. There's a uh, there's a specific book I believe that's about black uh, anarchist and uh, I, I've been finding politically I favor anarchism these days a lot and I feel like the black struggle in anarchism is a very 
very interesting and very loaded uh, aspect of history. Yes. And I feel like there's a lot to be learned from there, a lot to be gleaned from it. So that's something I'm going to be looking into. Uh, in fact, a lot of Marxism and a lot of uh, socialism that I tend to find that I'm in favor of tends to have a very strong black element behind it. There's a lot of prominent black leaders in both all in all of those things. There's black communists, black Marxists, black socialists, black uh, anarchists, all kinds of stuff like that. And I think reading from their perspective, because class struggles and uh, the uh, the wealth inequality is absolutely a factor in our society. Oh, yeah, for sure. But uh, it's good to hear from also someone of color who can talk about how that affects and also uh, exacerbates the problem. Oh, for sure. Because there's definitely some left-minded people, I feel like, who think about the uh, the, the way the wealthy and the way the uh, economic inequality affects us, but then sometimes takes the race issue and just says, like, it's just a, a symptom of that, so we'll get yeah. to it. And it's just like, no, it's a big part of it, too. It helps. It helps with that, you know? I agree. Capitalism truly benefits racists and bigots. It's so. a roof stoof. <laughs> it's a roof stoof, man. <laughs> it's a roof. I didn't, that's all I had in my body. But no, that's it's, fine. I'm, I'm fine with the I've been doing off. a lot of really cool, because you know me, I love, I love a fiction. Mm-hmm. And so I specifically, over the past year or so, have been reading a lot of uh, fantasy that is not written by the white men. And so there's been a lot of really cool sci-fi and fantasy that's been specifically written, written by a lot of really cool black women. And so that's yeah. where I've been, like, uh, obsessed with. That's a good area to look into. Yeah, it's really fun. It's really cool. A lot of great prominent stuff there. Also, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it, Tiffany. Oh, I don't know if you should. The film adaptation of A Wrinkle in Time. Not that bad. Oh, yeah, I never did it. Because I never read it either. And you know me. I'm always like, if I haven't read that book, I can't watch that movie. Yeah. And also, I felt like at the time, people were... Like, it, there's aspects of it that are awkward and yeah. don't necessarily work. But I felt like people were really eager to rip into it. And considering it was a film directed by a black woman about a black girl, yeah. I was a little bit like... That's what it always kind of felt like to me. Yeah. It felt very like, who let black people have movies again? It's just, yeah, it, it almost feels... You know what it kind of makes me think? There are people that wanted films like Black Panther to fail. Yeah, for sure. So I think after Black Panther succeeding, those people are now keeping a watchful eye on any predominantly black movie that doesn't 100% nail it in every regard, and they're just ready to jump down its throat, especially if black women are involved, as you said. Oh, boy, because people come horde on black women. Hold on. You know what I mean. Hold on. You know what I mean. Be gentle with me. I'm doing my best. <laughs> I also wouldn't want to... I feel like that'd be a shitty... That's not... I, that's a like legit point to be like... to make a For me to be like, well, let's make a sex joke. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, no, I heard a... I'm uh, not going to make a sex joke out of race inequality, Tiffany. Oh, oh, don't yell at me. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was too... Yes. <laughs> too much. That's fair. But, I don't know. I think it's just been really... I've had enough people yell at you. I really have. So many people <laughs> yell at me. They get so mad. You don't need that. I'm so stressed all the time. It lives within my body. But I think it'd be really fun mm-hmm. to just kind of get real into, like... I'm always pretty into, like, black creators and stuff just because I've been black people for 30 years. Yeah. But, like, ooh, boy, am I excited to just really, like, dive into big ones and talk about it, like... If yeah. you haven't read it in K. Jemison book, you gotta get in there. She is one of the biggest names, and like I think her books are sci-fi, and she's a black author, and I fucking love her. Dude, so, like, yeah, nice. <laughs> um, you know what? 
I think we're going to wrap it up. But before we go, oh, hey. since you recommended, yeah, uh, and this is a good way to kind of cap it off, you recommended some black media. I'm going to go ahead and recommend uh, some black media as well. Yeah, dude. I'm specifically going to recommend a film called Eve's Bayou. It stars Samuel Jackson. It was made in the early 90s. Uh, it is a southern gothic mystery horror film. It's very interesting. It's like a coming-of-age film mixed with, like, light supernatural elements. Ooh. It's very interesting, very cool, directed by a black woman, uh, and she's a very good director. She also directed a film called The Caveman Valentine. But Eve's Bayou is kind of considered sort of a classic-ish, almost like a forgotten classic, mm -hmm. mostly because it's a predominantly black story. Oh, of course. Unfortunately. So, Unfortunately. Uh, but, but it's still a great movie, and... Uh, <clears throat> And then if, if you feel like that one's too obvious, then I recommend The Caveman's Valentine. Same director, but that one, Samuel Jackson, is also in it. And he plays a homeless man who becomes a detective. Ooh, okay. Mine are obvious, too. Can I have two, then? Yeah. So, obviously, Fifth Season, and hey, Jemison, if you have not read that book, you are living under a rock, or you might not just love books. Because um, it was one of the biggest books of a couple of years ago. Or, uh, shoot, I don't remember who wrote this, but I'm still going to say. Uh, Children of Blood and Bone, which is very cool. Because it is very, like, it's a magic YA fantasy book that is all, like, based on, like, like a fictional African folklore stuff. It's really cool. That's cool, man. Yeah, and so those are both books that I genuinely enjoyed. Uh, and if this is something you genuinely enjoyed, I did a segue, then you can follow us on Twitter at JokesterPod. Mm -hmm. You can leave reviews. We're, okay, okay, I can do this. Hold on. We're not everywhere podcasts are yet, but we're working on it. We're getting there. But we're on the big ones. We're on Apple, Google, and Spotify. So Correct, yes. Go leave us reviews. Tell your friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to start a... We're also, we're going to start uh, plugging our own kind of stuff more towards the end. So that way, uh, you know, it's the end of the episode. It's like, oh, they're plugging. They're... Oh, boy, they're plugging and they're chugging. And on that note, I oh, would no. like to say goodbye, <laughs> goodbye. and good night. Oh, no.